Welcome to the Center Point Pentecostal Church podcast. We hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are ready for a life-changing message from one of our outstanding and anointed ministers. If you like this podcast, please be sure to give us a follow and a five-star review on your favorite podcasting app. Now let's get to today's message. I hope y'all don't mind, but we decided to bring Plugged In downstairs tonight. Is that okay? Is that okay if we bring Plugged In downstairs? I hope y'all don't mind. I hope y'all don't mind. I'll go ahead and say the same Lord that shows up in our Plugged In services shows up right here. Amen. We've been having some powerful moves of God, acts of the Holy Ghost upstairs, and I'm expecting nothing less here tonight. So if you've got a need in the house, look, I believe... Every need we brought before just a few minutes ago is going to get answered. But if you haven't had the chance to bring your need before the Lord, you can before we get out of here. And I'm going to go ahead and declare it that everything will go according to God's plan, God's will, whatever the situation is. And you can receive your healing, your miracle, your answered player. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Y'all have been standing a while. I'm going to go ahead and get into the Word. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn into Psalms chapter 90. We're going to start in verse 4. I want to go ahead and give honor to Pastor for allowing me to speak behind this pulpit, the ministry team, my brothers in ministry. I thank them so much. I thank all of y'all for being here tonight. I never take any opportunity behind this pulpit lightly. So I give honor to all of y'all for being here. If you are a guest in the house, can we give a hand clap to all of our guests who are here? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're a member in the house, I give you a hand clap for being here. Sometimes it's hard in the week to come to church. Amen. Thankfully, we're all here and we're ready to see what God can do. Psalms 90, starting in verse 4. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carriest them away as with a flood. They are as a sleep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withereth. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquities before thee, our secret sins, in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be fourscore years, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger? Even according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. Final verse. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. These verses that I've read to you that we are reading is from a chapter in the book of Psalms known as a prayer of Moses. If you know anything about Moses, especially the time period that this Psalms represents, you would know that Moses had to lead the nation of Israel to the promised land. And throughout Israel's history, we know that the Lord provided physical aid and spiritual sanctuary for his people. The psalmist emphasizes God's immutability 
as the basis of the faithfulness that we have in God. And so in layman's terms, what we just read is that God is unchanging over time. And that he is unable to be changed, even if he tried. That should make us want to shout. No matter if he's mad at us, no matter if we've forsaken him, he cannot change. And so as a child of God, when you follow his will and you do things, sometimes you mess up and sometimes you may feel like you're doing things according to his will. It does not matter. God is going to be there every step of your way and God is going to be there to help you see the light of the day in the darkness. Amen. Woo. Aren't you thankful for his sovereignty over creation, over you and I? For we are mere mortals, for we are beings that easily come and go like the wind. We change and we fail. But I encourage someone just for a second that the God that we serve does not fail and does not change. But he remains constant throughout history and time. If God provided nourishment, safety, and salvation to the children of Israel, what makes us think today that he will not do the same in this very hour, in this very moment, that if you need protection, that if you need nourishment, if you need safety, whatever you need, you can find it in the house of the Lord on this Wednesday night here at the altar in your seat whatever it is wherever the presence of God may be you can find what you need in him amen amen and just for a few moments I want to preach on this subject the best day of your life the best day of your life if we can stretch our hands up before God and pray for tonight dear Heavenly Father Lord God, I give you all the honor and all the praise tonight, Lord God. God, I'm so thankful for this message that you have given me and that you have given us. Lord, I pray this message to go out into all of our ears and into our hearts, souls, and minds. God, let us meditate on this word. Lord God, let us move how your spirit wants us to move. God, let chains be broken in this place. Let prayers be answered. God, if people need mercy and grace, let them feel it. God, let there be peace like a river in our minds if we need. God, you see every need and you hear every need in this house. And so, Lord, have your way tonight. Let your will go forth. But most importantly, whatever it is, God, we're going to worship you and we're going to praise you with all that we have. God, even if it's a little or a lot, I'm going to give you everything in this house. Hallelujah. And in Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And with that, you all can be seated. Hallelujah. But the best day of your life. When you think about the best day of your life, what comes to mind? Is it a specific time that has only happened maybe once in your life way back years ago? Is it a specific holiday, whether that's Easter, Christmas, New Year's, whatever holiday it is, Thanksgiving. You know, the one holiday you look forward to every year, you get excited. And every time it passes, you call it the best day of your life. What about a birthday or an anniversary that is always considered to be on the top of your list? How about the day you achieved something? Maybe you accomplished something pretty cool or amazing and you worked hard for it and ever since you accomplished that, you consider that to be the best day of your life. I know as I was preparing this sermon, I was thinking back to some of my personal special 
when they happened, I considered them to be the best day of my life. I started remembering the days that I graduated high school and the day I graduated college. All these different levels of school, grade school, over and over. I remember starting to think about vacations as a kid, going to visit my family over in Oklahoma and all these trips we took as a kid. Every time I got out of the house, I considered it the best day of my life. As a kid, every time I would trick my mom or my dad into thinking I was sick and I didn't have to go to school, I considered that to be the best day of my life. I thought those were some pretty sweet days growing up. But to be honest, last night I came to the conclusion that the best day of my life so far has got to be July 23rd, 2022. Oh, yes. Yeah. And then my ADHD starts kicking in. I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe there are some other days, and I start thinking about other things. And, you know, I got into thinking about the day I got the Holy Ghost, right? Right? I, I, you know, I tell people all the time, that is the best day of my life. You know, the wedding's second, okay? But the Holy Ghost is the best day of my life. I started thinking about, you know, the relationship I've had with God and the days where he tried me by fire and he molded and he shaped me and you know, he gave me opportunities to grow in my ministry and he gave me an opportunity to go out the country and minister in a couple of countries. And I started thinking about all these days that I would consider to be the best day of my life. And then I started to realize something. See, there are three major parts to everyone's life. Life consists of the past, the present, and the future. And most people either live in the past through regret or in the future through wishful thinking. But the only day we can really live in is today. And it's a shame to let the regrets of the past or the dreams of the future keep us from making today the best day of our life. Today is the only day we can really live because today is the best day of our lives. A beggar had been sitting by the side of the road for over 30 years. One day a stranger walked by and he asked, spell me some change, holding out his old baseball cap. The stranger said, I have nothing to give you. And then the stranger asked the beggar, what are you sitting on? And the beggar said, nothing, just this old dirty box. I've been sitting on it for as long as I can remember. Ever looked inside, asked the stranger. No, said the beggar. What's the point? There's nothing in this box. Stranger said, try again and have a look inside. The beggar managed to pry open the box. With amazement, disbelief, and elation, the beggar saw that the box was completely filled with gold. See, the beggar had been sitting on what he had been desiring this whole time. See, for us, when we think about today, there's this huge misunderstanding. We think about it in two ways. The first way is that today is the tomorrow you worried about yesterday. And the second way we think about today is that today is the yesterday you're going to regret tomorrow. For a lot of us, there are times we are this beggar. In fact, I would go as far to say as some of us are this beggar tonight. We go day by day seeking for something to help us get us through and we're searching for something we need but someone or something makes us realize that what we need is what we've been sitting on the whole time. 
What you and I need a lot of times is what we're sitting on when we come into the house of God. What you and I need a lot of times in our issues and our situations is a lot of times what we have on the inside of us that we're sitting on day after day after day. And if you haven't catched my drift, today is a good day for you to realize that if you've got the Holy Ghost and you've got God living inside of you, you've got what you need to overcome your situation. You've got what you need to get through your problem. You've got what you need to help you get through something you've been praying about for a very, very long time. Amen? Amen. That is why today is the best day of your life. Matthew 6 and 34 says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the thing of itself, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Amen. We don't have to worry about what's going on tomorrow. We don't have to get scared about yesterday's past. God is more concerned about what we do today. God is more worried about what we're going to do in this moment of our lives. We can only change what we're doing today. What we've done yesterday is yesterday's news. Amen. You know why today is the best day of your life? You know why today is so important? Today is all that we have. Amen. Today's it. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. We aren't even guaranteed what's going to happen to us when we leave church tonight. That's why it's so important for us to make every moment count as much as we can. Every time we enter into the doors of this church, we've got to make it count. Every time we enter into God's presence, it could be the very last time we enter into his presence. I don't ever want to take for granted God's spirit living inside of me and a chance for me to encounter the almighty God in his presence, in his throne room, in the secret place. I don't ever want to take granted for what he's given me. Amen. What he's blessed me with. Hallelujah. That's why we've got to show up to church like it's the last service we're going to have. I'm not going to lie to y'all. There's been some times I've walked into this church and I never gave it my all. The world was pressing down too much on me. I'm too stressed about work. I'm too stressed about family. Too stressed about this, that, and all of that, and the Cracker Jacks. I'm too stressed about it all. And so I'd show up to church and not give it my all. And then I'd leave and I'd go home and I'm like, what am I doing? I had the chance to leave it all at the altar. I had the chance to leave it all here. And I didn't take advantage because I allowed what happens on those outside of those four walls dictate how I am in here. When God is saying all you've got to do is just get out of the ordinary, get out of the comfortable, do what you don't feel like doing, do what you don't want to do because today is the only day you may have to worship me. But I promise you that if you worship me and you give everything you have, I'm going to make you feel so much better than the world. I'm going to make you feel so much lighter and so much greater. Hallelujah. a lot of times we think we mess up and we fall short and we do things we aren't supposed to we can a lot of times when we mess up 
we think that we have the next day. Or we think we have until it's time for church again and we try and we ask God for forgiveness or just wait until church day to come and worship God. But what if that day never comes? Proverbs 27 and 1 says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. We can't mess up and think that next week or this Sunday we're going to be able to fix everything. Look, our God loves us enough that when we do fall, He will pick us up right where we fell. We don't have to wait for somebody to bring us to church while we're all down and out. We can seek an upliftedness and positivity and a fullness of joy right where our mess is. Amen? We don't have to wait till Wednesday or Sunday or a prayer meeting or a youth rally or whatever, a Bible study. We can seek God in our vehicles, in our closets, in our houses, in our kitchens, in our workplace, in our neighborhoods, in our friends' houses, in our families' houses. Whenever the dire situation happens, you can find relief right then and there. We're not going to know what tomorrow brings. We're not going to know if we have the chance for forgiveness and God later in the week. But we don't have to wait. We can run towards our Heavenly Father. You don't have to do what they did in the old days and slay the spotless animals and push back your sins for a year. You and I can, by the grace and mercy of God, enter into His throne room and enter into His presence anytime we want to. The Bible says he's a rewarder for those that diligently seek him. You mess up and need mercy and grace and forgiveness and peace, diligently seek him. Even if he doesn't, even if you feel like you don't hear him the first time, keep pushing. Even if you feel like your prayers only go to the ceiling, keep pushing. Keep powering through. God is listening. I promise you, we promise you, God is hearing you every word you speak. Amen. Today is important because we are not guaranteed the future, but today is the best day because we can't change what happened to us yesterday. There's an expression that states when the past comes knocking on your door, don't answer it. It's got nothing new to say to you. Look, it doesn't matter what you've done or what I've done 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, however many years, and so forth. What's in the past is in the past. And if God has forgiven us of it and it's washed in the blood, then we are forgiven and we have a testimony that we can give others on the power of God. That we can give Him and those people today. We don't have to allow the enemy, ourselves, or Satan to come in and try to convince us that we are not good enough, not smart enough, not rich enough, not great enough, not amazing enough to be all that God has called us to be. We are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. God has set us aside from everything else because he has protected us and he has given us a way out when there doesn't seem to be a way. Amen. And look, if you're not feeling it all tonight, if you're not feeling like a million bucks, then let me tell you that healing and forgiveness and the fullness of joy is here tonight. And you can get what you need tonight. 
You've got ministers here. You've got God here. And you've got a church family here that would love to pray for you and see you receive your victory. Amen. If we can't allow ourselves to be let go of the past and the mistakes that we made, then how can God fully bring us out of our situation? Leave it back there. If God has forgiven us of it, we don't have to think about it anymore. Isaiah chapter 43 says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. If we want to never thirst again or never go hungry again, if we want the new thing to spring forth, if we want rivers to flow through the dry places in our life, in our times that we can't seem to let go, then Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the fountain that will never run dry. That Holy Ghost can spring forth outside from inside out. Letting God's spirit flow through you. Just let peace flow like a river into your life and watch you never be the same again. Come on, how many of us got the Holy Ghost? Come on, don't we just love having the Holy Ghost living inside of us? Amen. Look, today is the best day of your life because you've got the spirit living inside of you. Come on, somebody. Look, getting the Holy Ghost for the first time is on top of the list. But today, you've got it living inside of you, and you can get a refill, and you can continue to be guided by the Spirit. That's a pretty good day considering. Hallelujah. Come on. Woo. Come on, the world can't offer me nothing. The world can't ever take away what God's Spirit does for me. Come on, if Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, how much more should we? Come on, today we can make a dedication to always keep God first and to allow His Spirit to move. Today is the first day of the rest of your life and today is the only day you can do anything about it. Let today be a new beginning in your life. Let today be the standard for the rest of your life. Let today be the moment you decide that anytime I walk in this church, anytime I come into the presence of God, I'm going to give it everything I've got. I've got too many family members. I've got too many friends. I've got too many coworkers that are allowing the world to beat them up, that they need somebody to stand in the gap for them. They need somebody to witness to them and let them know that there is a better way than what they've been presented with. And today, I can let that be the day I decide to be my brother and sister's keeper. Amen. Hallelujah. But with today, we can learn from yesterday's lessons and forget about yesterday. These last few days, Jolie and I have been in a pickle with our house. We have a roach. We have a bug in our house. Okay. And I can tell when the bug is creeping around because I'll hear in the distance Jolie just start screaming out the wazoo. I was studying for my lesson yesterday in, in my little room or my office or whatnot, and I just hear out of a sudden she opens up the cabinet and boom, it's like somebody had, I don't know, broken a window in the house or did something worse than just a little bug, okay? But there it is, you know, and every time she says it's here, I go to look and I can't find it. And that's aggravating, okay? Like, she sees it clear as day, but I go to find it, and I can't find nothing. 
All I can find is a hard time. Amen? Amen. But we keep thinking it's in one place. And by the time you find it, it's in another place. And it keeps running around and it keeps walking around. But unless we decide to take care of it now and we use all of our resources and all of our efforts, we're going to keep finding this roach in new places, right? Unless we decide to kill it, like now, okay, right? Or something else, amen? Might find two more roaches or a spider or whatever. And look, I know the story's a little silly, but the principle was just the same. If I learn or if we learn from our mistakes and lessons of the past, then I can forget about those days and use what I've learned to help myself fix what's going on today. If I realize that I've got the stuff that I can use to, to kill that roach now, I'll take care of it and it'll quit running around. Same thing at church. If I realize that what I've got to fix my problems is here today, I don't have to worry about what's going on in the past. And I can use what I did in the past as a testimony to help people today and help them in the future and guide them to when they need something to help with. I'm not in this alone. I shouldn't be in this alone. They shouldn't be in this by themselves. I'm called for a higher purpose. I'm called to, yes, I went through some things, but by the grace of God and by salvation, Salvation and his spirit I've been over a comer I've came out of the darkness into his marvelous light and I can help those who need to be helped amen I could do that today amen Proverbs 16 and 3 commit thy works unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established Isaiah chapter 55 for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Trust me, I'm a believer in making a plan and having steps for that plan and being detailed and all that good stuff. I believe that if God made the earth and everything on it and he did that in order and fashion, then we should strive to do things in order and in fashion and in diligence. But I don't sweat and I don't live every waking moment on things that I have planned. In sports terms, sometimes you have to make an audible when the plan you've drawn doesn't work. But if something doesn't pan out in my favor, if I don't need to be upset because my God knows what's best for you and me. Today's the best day of your life because you know that you've got a God that can orchestrate every step of your life and that he can be present in every situation that you need. Yes, the plans that you and I make may work at the time, but when it doesn't, we should not worry. We should not fray. We should only realize that our eternal help comes from up above. That the, we don't worry about the mountains themselves, but we concern about who makes the mountains and that our eyes stay up into the hills and into the heavens because that is where our help comes from. Sometimes your plan's not going to work. Sometimes you're going to be worried about what's going on tomorrow and the next week and the next week. But just have faith as a mustard seed and trust that God is going to do something today to help you work out with that situation. Amen. Amen. Don't worry about if that plan spins on its head. Trust in Him knowing He's got something a lot better for you and I. Amen. I'm closing. If musicians can come, everyone can stand.
Zephaniah 3 and 17 says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save, he will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Church, if you get nothing else from what I've ministered tonight or what the Lord has given us, just remember that to, today, use everything that today has to offer. Use it for what it's worth. Understand that our God can save today. Understand that you and I, we can rejoice today with joy. We can rest in God's love today. We can sing and we can praise and we can give God thanks today. You don't have to wait for tomorrow to worship Him. You can thank Him today for what He's going to do in the future. Thank God today. We should enjoy the opportunity God has given us today. We should learn to use every bit of today and everything give God thanks and praise. Let's do the best with what we have right now. Take all of today's responsibilities and grasp all of today's opportunities. Don't hold back from what today has to offer. Live as one who will give account for today. For some of us, we're alive, but we aren't living. For some of us, we are only halfway living. And for some of us, we are wishing life away. I heard a wise man once say that with God, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. With God, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. So there's no excuse onto why you don't qualify to be in God's kingdom. There's no reason, there's no dictation, connotation, qualification, whatever you want to call it, that discredits you from having salvation, the Holy Ghost, to be bought with a price, to be a part of God's kingdom, to get mercy, to get grace, to get peace. Nothing disqualifies you from being in the kingdom of God today in this moment. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it changes and impacts your life for days to come. If you would like to connect with us further, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash Centerpoint Pentecostal Church or just search Centerpoint Pentecostal Church on Facebook. If you would like to join one of our services in person, the service times and address are in the podcast description. Thank you and God bless and we hope to see you on the next episode.